Hey guys, welcome to Crazy Scenarios That May Happen in a Sick World. A podcast where we explore real-life scenarios that could happen to you. Have you ever wondered what you would do if you discovered your wife was secretly selling her underwear online? Or if you suspected your baby is a racist? I'm Jerry, and up until this point, I've done nothing with my life worth mentioning. And I'm Ben! Is that it? Yeah. Sit back, relax, and strap on your seatbelt as we discuss, dissect, and discuss again crazy scenarios that may happen in this sick world. So that when you find yourself stuck in such pickles, you'll know exactly what to do. Oh yeah. This week we'll be discussing the theme of family. So Ben, would you say family is an important part of your life? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I live very close to my parents. And uh, yeah, my parents, my brother, my sister, they all live in the local area. And uh, so all my close family are nearby. And uh, I see, especially my parents, uh, on a weekly basis, get some free food. (laughs) (laughs) I assume like most families, you probably had some ups and downs in the past. One or two crazy shenanigans. Yeah, here and there. The reason I'm asking is because I was watching TV the other day and The Lion King was on. The the original one, not the weird, the weird remake. <laughs> Whilst I was watching it, I realised, strangely, that it's the perfect allegory to modern family life. I mean, you've got a kid with issues with his father. Mufasa. You've got, you've got uh, the theme of like running away from your problems rather than facing it. Mufasa. And also an evil or somewhat perverted uncle. Scarface. I think it's just Scar. Oh yeah, Scar, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to thinking, what crazy scenarios could you, a middle-class dude from Surrey, who comes from a well-to-do middle-class family, face in this sick, sick world? So, scenario one. You start a new job. And one of the guys in your team keeps mentioning that you look like his neighbour. But you constantly laugh it off and put it down to some casual racism. What? However... However, after a few days, he comes and shows you a photo on his phone, and lo and behold, this guy is your exact double. Whoa! Same build, skin tone, and even has the beady eyes. Beady eyes? The only difference is that he has a nose ring, and is possibly queer as he dresses in loud, bold colours. Oh, is he wearing no spray on jeans? Mm. What do you do? Well, I'll be, I think I'll be quite surprised. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Imagine finding that double. <laughs> you hear about these stories, there's always like, a, everyone has a double around the world. Well, not everyone, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a chance you have someone who looks very to you. I don't want to meet this guy. I say, like, yeah, let me meet your neighbour. Neighbor. But when you're thinking about it in another way, potentially this could be like a, a twin or she's been separated at birth or. Maybe cast aside when you were kids, your mum and dad like kept you and gave up this other one. Maybe this is an evil twin. He could be that as well. <laughs> Maybe he's got his own path. Film. Is that it? No, no, there's, there's a film I've watched years ago. It's a really old film um, about two twins and they're separated at birth. And one, one of them is like a normal guy and the other one's an evil one who goes on a rampage killing people that he knows. But uh, I wouldn't actually think that. I'd, um, I just think he's like a double. I think my parents would like 
give it up. It looks exactly thing. like you. Basically, same build, same features. Yeah, it could be a dumb one. A these these people exist in the world. Where what? Look Wait, at... what example? I'm not about fictional films here. No, but it does exist. There are doubles. How can you say doubles? Like, what's, it, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Saddam Hussein. He, <laughs> he had a few doubles. They looked uncanny. So, based on these, like, people, like, they do exist. So, I'd be intrigued. I'd yeah, but Saddam Hussein was, like, a leader of a nation. Probably the most important person in his country at that time. So, you would have thought, okay, if someone looks like the, the leader, fair enough. But you're literally a no one. No one knows who you are outside of your family and your friends. So why would this person be accompanying you? Why would it be a double for you? It's like, no, it's but it's, likely. It's, it's like that six degrees of separation where, like, through somehow you... That's completely from... different, though. It's... That's like you know someone through someone else, through you know someone else, through someone else. Yeah, but it's not like they Yeah, but the, the, it's just coincidence, isn't it? They just happen to be there. I know, but don't you think that's a bit strange? There's only there's coincidences. The coincidence is like, I don't know, you go to Asda at the same time of the day or something, we meet each other. That's a coincidence. But it's coincidence where you basically you literally got like a a doppelganger living next to someone that you work with. Yeah, you look exactly the same. You look exactly the same apart from a nose ring and dresses up in bold colours. And well, where's this place? Where's this neighbour living? Is this near me or is it other side of London? What matter? Somewhere in London. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> it could happen. London's a big place. How often have you seen anyone in your thirty odd years of living who looks exactly the same as you? Never. Exactly. This is my point. <laughs> Wouldn't you be questioning your parents saying, Who is this guy? Surely that'd be like a question. I wouldn't question my parents without even meeting this guy. I'd have to meet if it was literally yeah, like, okay, right. fair enough. If, fair enough. Ex- if there was like no telltale side to tell us apart, then I'd be like well, Yeah, but there is, there isn't. So basically fair enough, you take your you meet your you can't take the neighbour's word for it. You meet up with the you meet up with your colleague's um, neighbour. The guy who looks the best is exactly me, and you basically are identical, no difference. Yeah, Apart in that case, then I'll be like, Whoa, this is weird. And what, he's got the same voice as me as well? Well, no, the voice would be different. Oh, okay, so you could. Well, voice doesn't make any difference, everyone's got a different voice. Have you got the same voice as your brother? No, but if you're identical twins, you're gonna have the same voice. Well, there'll so. be a slight, very small difference. Well, there you go. But if you sound completely different, obviously... I'm yeah, but you could, you could, well, if one grew up in Birmingham and the other one grew up in Newcastle, it'd be sound different. You're right, mate. <laughs> it's a strange situation. It is. But yeah, after meeting him, and uh, my suspicions might grow, and then I'll maybe have a, have a conversation with my parents. I'll take a picture with him as well. Like, look, <laughs> can you explain this? <laughs> Do I have a twin that you didn't tell me about? And if there were, hiding this secret twin from you for all these years... Bam. The whole of your life. That'd be crazy. Could have another twin. Could have had a brother that I never... Maybe could have had another one. Did you see that story about the, the triplets? No. You never saw it? Oh, it's on Channel 4. You should watch it. It's um, it's called Identical Strangers. And there was this guy, and he went to this... I think it was a school or something. And they had basically some guy who looked exactly like him. And they had the same birthday, everything. Like, same looks. Everything was the same. And then it was like a massive new sensation. Like, oh, they found each other and basically had the same DNA and everything. And they were twins and they must have been separated by birth. Yeah. And then and then when that went viral, I think. Well, this is not viral. This is like in the 80s or something. Then this other guy came out and he looks like him. So he's triplets. What? Yeah. This is real? <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's Three? Yeah. Oh, that's deep. Separating triplets. And all of them were living in different areas. So one lived with like a, a rich family. One was living in a sort of uh, middle class family. And one was a, a poor family. And then it was like an experiment the government did or something. I'm what? Sure. Yeah, and basically they had like twins. This stuff actually happens? Yeah, they put them in different fa- households to see 
how the sort of socio-economic um, surroundings will influence your thinking. Because everyone's got obviously the same DNA, so you've got the same brain, the same. No, but they don't have the same intelligence. Just you. Sure? No, but you've got the same. Literally, everything else is the same. So you basically starting off just with your background and your. That's messed up, man. Yeah. For an experiment. Uh, quite so what thing. age did these guys meet? I think they were like eighteen or something. Oh, so not that long, but still. Uh, still quite quite old. Anyway, so you basically you'll confront your parents if you think there were some sort of shadies going on. Now that you like talk about that story, I mean, <laughs> maybe what I do is like agree to do a DNA test with this guy before speaking to my parents. Yeah, because like if it was true, they might deny it all and like, oh, you're crazy. But the DNA, look, I got proof. Yeah, it's my brother. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Springer. Sort of yeah, uh, that's true. Good point. I think that's quite a wise move. So moving on to scenario two. Your loser sister begins dating this guy, and after a few dates, she brings him home to meet the parents. They love him. However, you get a bad feeling about him. Something is just off. Anyways, a few weeks go by, and your sister announces she's moving in with him, and your parents are overjoyed that your sister is finally settling down. At the housewarming, you're exploring his place. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I said something dodgy's going and you find a secret room what? filled with hundreds of broken children dolls. What? This guy has no kids, remember. What would you do? You freak out. Like, children's dolls? Why has he got children's dolls and why are they all broken? <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious question. Discuss. Well, I'll need to, um, I'll need to find, get to the bottom of why. <laughs> this is scary. Why does he have this? I'm concerned. He's got a collection. He's got a habit. Collection? Like, well, first of all, I need to go to my sister. I said, yep, are you aware of this? He has broken dolls. <laughs> you must be. You live in the same house. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what's the deal here? Let's talk. Would you be concerned? Of course I'd be concerned. Who would it be? Wouldn't you be concerned? I don't know. There's dolls. Yeah, broken dolls as well. <laughs> That's like the more scary thing. Like, no, it's weird enough having dolls. <laughs> Man, they're broken as well. It's like your uh, arms missing, a bit of that. Yeah, well, it must be into... Maybe the head's maybe, caved in or something. Yeah, maybe into uh, some voodoo crap or what. No, I don't know. Some witchcraft. But you've got to think about it. Your sister's not really had much luck with, with men in the past. And she's finally settling down. Like, your mum and dad were probably thinking she'd be a spinster for the rest of her life. And now she's actually settling down. She's she's met some guy. They're really happy. Yeah, what well, cost though? This guy could your be... Your mum and dad like him. She, obviously, your sister likes him. You're the only one who basically sensed there was something off about this dude. And now you've discovered this, like... Yeah, he's a freaking witch doctor. <laughs> but is that wrong? Yeah, if you're breaking dolls, obviously it's the comic good thing. Sounds like there's a lot of dolls, maybe like... 50 or 60... Hundreds! hundreds. <laughs> That's even more... That is disturbing. <laughs> it's like a little collection, I don't know. He's got like a little... It's not like a hobby, we've got hundreds. This is an obsession. Or some, uh. something sinister. Oh, I need to find... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll need to find out from my sister. But what if your sister says she's like, I don't know, is aware of it and she doesn't mind? Doesn't mind what though? What the hell? What's the explanation? <laughs> Maybe there's no explanation. <laughs> there has to be an explanation. What, what are the things do you collect? You what? must collect some weird stuff. What, not dolls and break them? Or bash no, them no, out, I, exactly, but... That what, sounds like a ritual. What's weird to you is probably not weird to him. 
Maybe he just collects like broken dolls. Maybe he repairs yeah. them. You never know. It could be like a legit. Even if somebody like, buys trainers, but even if if they had loads of trainers, hundreds of trainers, it'd be a bit odd if they had to like scissor them and damage them. <laughs> that would be concerning to anyone, even though they're just trainers. And we're talking about dolls here with caved in heads and whatnot. This guy could be a psychopath going a rampage and like shooting down a nursery. I don't know. <laughs> True, but then at the same time, your your three sisters probably seen. I mean, she's living in the house. If you can find the find this room, so I say it can't be that well hidden. So surely your sister would have come across this and probably. But did you say it's a hidden room? Yeah, it's kind of like a sister's exactly, room. Yeah. I know, but it can't be that well hidden. I mean, if, if you're in the, in the room, it wasn't for... meant to be found. There's <laughs> something dodgy going on. But I, well, my point is that you've been in the house for like a few minutes and you found it. Surely your sister, surely she would have stumbled across it and she's still there. Yeah, obviously she must have known about it, like, so um, I'd have to, yeah, find out, get to the bottom of it. Yeah, but she's, I'm, I'm telling you, she probably knows about it, it's a good chance. Yeah, but either way, I need to find out what's going on. Like, what's it got to do with you, though? Your sister's old. Your sister's like um, an adult. What's that got to do with you? She might get killed by this guy. <laughs> I know, it's not really your business, is it? <laughs> not my business. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't you be concerned if one of your siblings' life was in danger from a psycho? You don't know, it's just like, you're making assumptions. Exactly, you need to find out. <laughs> How can you find out this? Um, um, yeah, get to the bottom and maybe, uh, maybe there may be a logical reason for it. I'll what kind of logical reason do you reckon it could be? I don't know, that's why I need to find out. It's like, <laughs> maybe there is, maybe he's like some sort of artist. <laughs> I don't know, it's all weird. It's shady. It is on the surface, quite dodgy, but at the same time... Who are you to judge him? True. <laughs> Make a valid point there. Who am I to judge him? The bottom line is your sister seems to be quite happy with him. Your fa- your family are happy with him. Yeah, but she may be just, um, just manipulated and uh, can't see through the reality of things and she just... Maybe you're the one who can't see through the reality of things. What do you mean? I'm just asking questions. I'm not Sherlock. I need to find out the answers. So, to go to your answer then, what would you do? Well, my sister hasn't changed. I need to find. I'll ask my sister about this. And find out more. Yeah, find out more. She probably tell me lies, and then I'll discuss it with my family, <laughs> and we'll probably do some sort of uh, what's that word? You kind of intervention. Uh, that's it. An intervention. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We're moving on. Thank God. Panic <laughs> <laughs> boom. Scenario three: Your cousin confesses that she suspects her husband. Who you called Unibrow Norman? <laughs> He's cheating on her as he often sneaks out in the middle of the night and would come home with his clothes missing. You decide to investigate his mysterious behaviour and one night do a stakeout. Everyone loves a stakeout. I've got a theory already. What, do you, what is your theory? He's a werewolf. How do you know this? <laughs> yes, I got it! Yes! <laughs> His clothes are missing. <laughs> so yeah, you discover he's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. So before you can leg it though, he spots you and warns that he will eat you if you squeal. What? So what do you do? Damn, that's that's nasty. I said, uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Like, don't worry, I'll keep it a secret. Just like with my uncle when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to continue eating other people. You can save a lot of people. 
by writing him out. And also, you've got to think about... Writing him out? Who's going to believe me? Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> he turns into a werewolf. It's like... No one's going to believe you. They'll laugh me out loud. You can film it. What about your cousin? Your cousin's going to come up to you and say, what did you find out? What are you going to say then? Yeah, you got nothing on there. He's going to see hookers. Yeah, they all think I'm crazy. Doesn't matter. They'll laugh me out. <laughs> like, werewolf. They probably think I lost... Get me committed or something. <laughs> but but you got to think about this. You can't just say, yeah, I'll, I'll stick up with the werewolf. He's not even, he's not even blood-related. Your cousin's here. It's your cousin's life. I'll have to make my case. Hmm? Maybe film him. Maybe film him? Yeah, film him, transform him. Yeah, no, but then you're like, you know, he's going to eat you if he finds out. Yeah, obviously I'll like, do it in a careful manner. But you found out you last time when you, you spotted him in the woods. Yeah, it's got a good sense of smell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> These are the crazy scenarios you might find yourself in. What you so basically, on the one hand, you've got your cousin who suspects her, her husband is um, cheating on her. The good news is that he's not cheating on her. No, he's just eating people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, on one side, she's yeah, happy about that, but I guess she won't be happy with that if, she's, if, if you reveal to her that he's actually a werewolf. And now you're under pressure to, I guess... Do the right thing. Do the right thing, but also save your own skin. The hell do you do this? <clears throat> I need to find a way of filming him. Recording, have, have him maybe get somebody else... <laughs> Sacrifice someone else. <laughs> Private investigator. Just tell them, look, this guy is really dangerous. You need to be armed. So I warn him, like, you know. What kills a werewolf? Is that a silver bullet? Well, that's what the myths say. Yeah. A silver bullet. Silver yeah, there's bullet. nothing else really that could kill a werewolf. Damn. You can get silver bullets these days. Yeah, it's not exactly you can go to like werewolf hunters. But what you do is, um, you know, get a contract in China, like one of those freelancers. And they're quite, you know, you can get a lot of stuff made in China, like people do. What? Well, post it over. It'll take about five weeks. It'll take months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you probably so, killed about 50 people by that time. It's the long game. What can you do? <laughs> <laughs> and then you probably get one bullet. One bullet. What if you miss? Why do you want to do one bullet? You, can, you need at least, like, three. That's going to cost a lot of money. It's silver. It can't be that expensive. Oh, no, it's all gone got up in Stockholm last year. Well, you wish more kids. <laughs> Got a lot of time of birds. <laughs> yeah, lockdown. <laughs> well, what about the the dark web? There must be someone in the dark web. Well, werewolf hunter. <laughs> no, werewolf hunter. Just like a hitman. He's got like a... <laughs> Silver bullets. <laughs> yeah, someone who's handy with making bullets. Just tell him, look, you know, this... Uh, let him know the situation. There's a... Yeah, but you can't write him out, though. We didn't write him out. I'm trying to kill the guy. I was like, oh, the thing. We're not writing him out, though. We're trying to get some mercenaries to take him out. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like quite expensive work. I'm not reporting to the police. Not that the police mean? will believe me. I don't know. That's a strange one. Yeah, we basically need to find Hitman on the dark web. I'm sure it's doable, but uh, I need a few thousand. <laughs> get like a, I'm like... screwed either way. Screwed either yeah, way. Yeah, go fund me page. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save your children. It's like a werewolf is out. We need to put it out. We worried. 
Maybe wondering why there's so many people going missing at night time. <laughs> I suspect it'd be my, interesting my to see cousin, how this GoFundMe page would like get my cousin's hairy donations. husband is a werewolf, but you ever heard it from me? <laughs> so yeah, so what would you do? Search the dark web. All right. Yeah. I don't even know how to use the dark web, but I love to research. <laughs> <laughs> I know you used to get tall, a tall browser. Two browser? Yes, yeah, you have to go for, like you have to use some special browser. Uh, so that looks behind the scenes. So basically, your answer is you go into the dark web and hire some sort of hitman slash bullet maker. We don't know if this silver bullet is tough. Like, we'll just try a normal bullet. Let's find a normal hitman. Perfect. Cool. So now it's time for the quickfire round. So we've established that family is quite important to you. Thinking, what other things would you do? if you found out certain things about people in your family. So what would you do if your cousin was a contract killer? Contract killer? I'll tell him about the werewolf situation. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what if your wife always says your brother's name in bed? Whoa, that is messed up, man. That is crazy. What would you do then? What I'd do, I'd like, find out what's going on. <laughs> what if your mom starts a new career as a ghost hunter? A ghost hunter? Yeah, I'll be uh, rooting for her. Just don't bring any ghosts back to the house. What if the police arrested your cousin for murdering his wife? He says she spontaneously combusted. Would you believe him? This is the werewolf man. The werewolf man? <laughs> Can't trust this guy. <laughs> Where's my cousin? He should be taking him out. <laughs> he's, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, your other cousin. Oh, yeah, the combat killer. The hitman, yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, he failed. Maybe he's oh, dead as well. Oh, damn. <laughs> you killed two cousins. <laughs> Your ineptness has killed two cousins. I disagree. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. That's what happened. I believe. What if your wife beats you? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll try to like defend myself and uh, report her eventually. What if your wife spends all your savings on shoes? On shoes? Like basically all your money's gone. So say you have like 50 grand in the bank. You find out she's bought like, I don't know, 10 pairs of like really expensive shoes. Damn, I'd call the werewolf and tell her to <laughs> send her on her way. Do a hit. <laughs> yeah. 50 grand, man. That's like my life savings. At night time, go to the woods. When it's a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up at night time and you find your wife eating a kilo of cheese in bed. A kilo? Kilo? A kilo. That's a big block of cheese. Just randomly. She ended up with, a, with being a block, big block of cheese. <laughs> Whoa, I'll, I'll uh, have to say you gotta you got stop that baby. Like, <laughs> 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 care on this rate, we're gonna end up divorced. <laughs> what if your mom has a side job as a streaker? A streaker? What? One, I've had evidence of this, I've seen this. <laughs> on TV, I don't know. Oh my days. I'd have to... Uh, got final. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to ask her to stop. It's embarrassing. Your kid is charged with murder. Would you take the hit? No, what would I take a hit for? It's your kid though. So what, if he, like, if he did the deed, then he should like, take his punishment? <laughs> he's got his what, message that, what message does that send? Yeah, you get away with it. 
Your dad will take it. <laughs> take it when you kick him. your power. You'll protect him. Your wife has an accident and she has a messed up face now. What? Uh, she messes up her face. She's like all disfigured, like, kind of like Cosimoda. Okay, how long have you been married? Long enough. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'll try and find out if there's a way to um, get nah, plastic surgery. not reversible. Not reversible? It's basically messed up. What? Well. She hasn't got a nose. She hasn't got a nose? It's <laughs> just two holes. Oh, man. But straws coming out of it. <laughs> well, obviously you got to stick by the wife, but maybe ask, have a conversation about possibly getting a second wife. Hmm, good point. Well, or one on the side. Your wife changes your name by depot to Sally Hole. How can you change my name? Don't know, your husband and wife. Pretty deep you can't change somebody else's name. Yeah, well, she done it somehow. Well, she may know someone at the um, the office. <laughs> what? So your new name is Sally Hole. <laughs> wow, that's what I thought. Uh, but also true. Yeah, but he's, I don't, oh, I've tried to reverse it, and obviously I get divorced. <laughs> Unless she thought it was a real good joke. Yeah, good prank. Good prank. Well, that's like that's a bad joke. <laughs> Can't change someone's name. That's extreme. <laughs> she hates you. Panic boom. Scenario four, and this is the last one of the day. It's Christmas Day. The whole family is at your parents' house, and everyone is taking turns to open their presents, and everyone is having a joyous time. Your wife is present and opens her gift first. You got her some perfume. Your brother opens his gift. It's a cashmere sweater. Suddenly, you get a call from one of your hoes on the side. <laughs> who is shocked that you gave her a kettle. Then you realise, oh, then no. you realise, and are overcome by a sense of dread. As you mixed up your mum's gift with oh, that no. of your side woman. Oh, dear. Then, your mum picks up her present. Oh, and God. you know that it's an edible G-string. What do you do next? <laughs> I'm trying to grab that present. I was like, oh, oh, it's Christmas Day. It's a mistake. What? Oh, I made, made a really bad. This is not what the present you meant to get. I've got to mix up with somebody else. So, so don't worry, Mum. How? How would you know that before? Huh? Who, else? Who else are you buying presents for? I'll take the risk, man. I'll take the risk. you got to stop it there. How the hell are you explaining the edible G-string? To your mum. Exactly. How do you explain it to your wife? Your wife's also there as well. Huh? Oh, you could explain that the tradition for the wife. And you, but you gave the wife some the perfume. The perfume, perfume was for the mother. I know, but it's your mom, your wife's favorite perfume. Huh? Why would you give that to the mom? That's a bit weird. Why would you give your mom your wife's favorite perfume? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then there's only one option: to take the present away and say it's a mistake. What before she's opened it? Oh. On Christmas Day, this is like the, the day of present giving and, and receiving. Yeah, just say, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, before I, she opens it? I mixed it up, but somebody else has got your present. Yeah, yeah, just say, like, that would lead to some of these issues, though. Imagine huh? everyone in your family is there. You've got your brother, you've got your sister, you've got all the cousins and everything else. Nieces and nephews, your mum and dad are there. 
Yeah. Everyone's opening their presents and your mum's just about to open it. She's literally got a finger underneath the wrapping, pulling it apart and you're going to come out of nowhere and grab it from her hands. That will kind of lead to a lot of suspicion, I would imagine. Especially from your wife who'd be thinking, what has he done here? It's a no-win situation. It's going to, yeah. So what's the, what's the, the path of least resistance? That, I can't, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything. You can't think on the spot, though. You got 30 seconds. To do, you, got, you got no 30. You got less than 30. You got three seconds. You got to think about it. My instinct would take the prison. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is not. My, my friend just called and they've, they've got your prison. I've got it mixed up. Your friend? Who you buying huh? G-strings? Huh? <laughs> you can't take your friend. No, but she hasn't opened the prison yet. She's about to. I was like, oh, don't worry. It's ours. Oh, that's true, know. that's good, that's good. There's another, there's another friend that, oh, I don't want to make it. Wait, your wife's there, she's like, who are you buying presents? I know I buy all the presents. Who are you buying presents for on the side? I'll say it's for you. What? You're saying a friend called you up? Yeah, he told me, told me what, what is this, like, present? It's like... It's, it's, it oh, you're sinking here, you're sinking. It's like, what are you Can't you just let her mom, your mum open the present and just deny it? Say it's not from me. Yeah, but everyone's going to deny it. <laughs> everyone would have accounted for the present they bought. Maybe your dad's got like some sort of amnesia. I can't remember. Maybe... He's quite forgetful, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Can we say, oh, your dad did it? Yeah, but then what did I get? I didn't get rid of it then. Yeah, but actually that's better than basically giving your mum an edible G-string. Yeah, but my wife would know. I would have bought the kettle. <laughs> the kettle's gone to the hoe. Huh? The kettle goes exactly, to the hoe. Exactly, so she's going to say, well, I thought you bought a kettle. And the thing about hoes, as we know, they can't be trusted. So what happens if they, she turns up at your family home? Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We just jumped like ahead. I know, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, but it hasn't happened. So like, uh, this is a way it could happen. True, but this is crazy scenarios that may happen. So we're we'll now in the scenario where she's uh, like, come to the house. If you deny it completely, she wants a present. She's been your hoe for a good like three weeks. Yeah, so I, that's why I, I've, I would have got it from my mother already before she's opened it. I'll do the switch at a later point and then I'll have to make up some story to the wife. <laughs> Man, it's like these lies just get deeper and deeper. Yeah, that's true. Alright, cool. So, that brings an end to the episode. So what have you learned? Are you prepared more for any future family mishaps? I feel stressed out with all these things that could happen, but will probably never happen. <laughs> People who can survive these mishaps you got to be a natural blagger. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I'll probably get caught out. <laughs> so, if that's you, then you can survive this sick world. But uh, if not, then this episode will definitely help you because you can start thinking about these scenarios and planning your escape. <laughs> it's all about the escape. <laughs> exactly. You lose. So that about wraps it up for another episode. One big announcement before we go. We have a new Instagram page. Perfect. Find us at crazy scenarios podcast uh, details will be in the description below they will be posting snippets of sick sick things as well as previews of upcoming episodes so make sure you add us like us follow us and of course subscribe to us and we'll catch you next time on crazy scenarios that may happen in this sick world sick sick world <laughs> <laughs>